This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. This is the Hollywood Raw Podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glenn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast, Raw Rundown. My name is Adam Glenn. Uh, I am lucky that I am joined by the entertainment journalist who's been in this for longer than I have. So he knows what he's talking about. Me, I'm just kind of winging it because um, I've only been in for a decade. He's two. He's been for two decades. Uh, Dax Holt, <laughs> how are you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I love when you give me these underhanded compliments where you're basically just calling me old as fuck. But thank like, you. Thank, thank you, you, Adam. It's good to see you this morning. Good to see you. I am in Miami right now. I'm avoiding the yellow skies of New York City. So that feels good. My lungs appreciate it. I, uh, I was going to ask you why you looked like lighter and like healthier and happier right now. It's because you're yeah. out of New York. Yeah, I'm out of New York. I'm in Miami. I'm breathing oxygen out there. So it's uh, <laughs> I, I got to experience some of it. Then I was like, all right, I'm out. So I'm in Miami right now. Well, all how, my you, friends how, and colleagues tell me, are. I know it's not entertainment news, but like, can you tell me what it's because I've seen it all over the news. Like the sky is like just full of smoke. Is it pretty gnarly? It's like a, uh, the best way to say it, it's like living in an Instagram filter. Really? You know, but you could feel like the air is not good. Like you're outside, yeah. like, oh, this is not good. Like it's livable, but it's not and good. And that's coming a lot from a New Yorker. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I trust me. I've, I've, I've secondhand breathed in a lot of dirty air. And right now it's probably the filthiest, but it's livable. It's not good. It's not healthy, but it's, it's like everyone's just taking photos everywhere. Wherever you go, people have their phones in the air. So people are like actually coming in to the city just to take these photos well and i don't know why because i saw on the news the other day it was like the most unhealthy air in the entire world right now the city with the worst air people what you do you know people are doing it for the gram so fortunately <laughs> i am not there right now i don't care to take those photos i'm in miami uh right now it's pretty happening miami because the heat are playing home right now so there's a lot of celebrities in town and they just announced this big soccer players coming to miami but besides this that, big this, soccer, did you just say this big soccer player, you psycho? Yeah, but you know what? Honestly, it's the not biggest that, soccer player in the world. But it's not the making goat. the biggest news. Yeah, I, I'm curious where he's going to live and what his life's going to be in Miami. And I actually understand why he would come to Miami. Like if you're going to come to MLS, you're going to play in Miami. And it's great for the, the city. It's great for soccer in the U.S., but. It's really not a difference maker, but this is our raw rundown episode where we give you the top 10 stories of the week, um, sponsored by nobody. No, um, uh, <laughs> no, this is our top 10 stories of the week where we kind of rank them, we talk about them, we discuss them on today's episode. Actually, we have someone who actually broke one of the biggest stories of the week, going to come on and fill us in on what's happening. Uh, besides that, we actually read one of your reviews live on air. It's the best thing we do to support you and give you guys a shout out. Dax, do you have a review ready? All right. Yes, I do. This one comes from Maggers. Five stars. Fun podcast. I started listening after you were on Juicy Scoop and I haven't missed a Friday since. Love the interviews too. Your insider perspective set the podcast apart from others in this category. Highly recommend from Maggie in Vancouver, Washington. 
Love it. Very and I love nice. that you're so into the Friday episodes. I I just laugh every time I see how much people love the Friday episodes because we literally started it on like a whim. Just like, oh, let's do a second episode or catch people up. And now I, I'm just shocked every time. Like we thought our interviews were like what people were tuning in for. And now it's really yeah. the rundowns. No, it's, uh, I mean, it's been people love the interviews. People love the raw rundown. Uh, we try to make it quick, fun, and easy, so you guys got to get an informative uh, kind of perspective on what's going on in these stories. You know, Dax and I, just based on our background, sometimes we have good sources and know really what's going on, but also try to explain it to you so you know all different sides of the story, if that makes sense. If it doesn't, you'll kind of understand that if you listen to the podcast. Let's start the raw rundown, starting with number 10. Number 10, Eva Mendez uh, admits she's a hairy beast. <laughs> Slow week. <laughs> Slow week, no. Uh, Eva Mendez, she went on Instagram and she started talking all about her beauty regime. Is it regime? Regiment? What, Regiment, what the hell did you yeah. call it? <laughs> Regiment. <laughs> Regiment. Um, and uh, how she has all this unwanted facial hair. And so... So she she gets into the into Instagram, starts talking about how she uh, actually does this thing called dermaplaning, which is basically like taking a blade and like shaving off all any hair and like the first layer of like skin, and it makes your skin super smooth. Uh, apparently, a lot of her Instagram followers had no idea that this was actually a thing, and so her her comments started blowing up. People being like, "What the hell is dermaplaning? Why are you shaving your face? Why are you admitting to this?" And she said, "Oh no, no, this is it's great because like makeup applies smoother. It's better for your your skin looks healthy. Like all these things." And of course, there's a lot of people that are like laughing because it literally looks like she's shaving her face. But nevertheless, um, it's kind of fascinating. I don't know. I, I didn't know much about dermaplaning before this. I'll tell you what. So if you read the story, um, she's in the story. It says she said her treatments. She said her treatments at the beauty villa of Vergara Spa in Beverly Hills, California, were heaven. So now you wonder if she did this story because she got paid. I wouldn't be surprised. Or she just is tight with them like maybe she's been going there for a long time she's become friends and she's like oh let me give you a little shout out it it could go either way she could be getting paid a ton of money which honestly if they did pay her money this would be money well spent because it's getting picked up by people magazine and other outlets that's like the best publicity you could get it's but it's wild because you know another story that's not on raw rundown this week is ashley graham ashley graham talked about how she does you know, alternative medicine, she doesn't use Botox to keep her skin looking good. So anytime celebrities do stories that is not like it's not it's it's about how they you get keep your skin well, how they keep their body mm-hmm. well, that's kind of alternative, always makes headlines. People are always interested in what the celebrities do, what the rich and famous do that they might not be aware of. So 100%. you know, obviously dermaplaning is I've heard about it. I've never done it. Would I do it? 1,000%. That sounds awesome. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, who... she, she she was kind of funny. She said, you know, I'm a beast, so I probably need every. I need to do this every other day. She said, my hair grows back even if I get chills. She says when she showers, she's literally like shaving her legs. She gets the chills, and then she all of her work is undone. I just, it, it was re, it was relatable to a lot of people out there, and I think that's why this this uh, post like blew up for her. <laughs> What has Ava Mendez done lately as an actress? Has she done things lately? Uh, oh, I was going to say Ryan Gosling, but we'll go back to yeah. her career. <laughs> yeah, I, I just <laughs> don't know what she's been what doing she's, lately. It's very quiet. She stays under the radar. 
you know, pretty yeah. well. So, all right, that's uh, number doing. 10. Number nine. <laughs> number nine, Britney Spears claims she quit the business in an Instagram post and then went back a day later and deleted that post. Uh, basically, on Tuesday night, she was sharing this whole video where it was her dancing and spitting. Shocker, right? Um, and it was in a gym in Miami from last year. And then she says that she said, you know, this is why I quit the business. She like, well, she did a whole long rant and then in there said this is the reason that I quit the business and then went back deleted it so a lot of people in her inner circle are saying look I she she went through a lot touring doing the residency she's kind of over um, that aspect of music however she she likes making music so I, I think that's why it got deleted because she's like oh wait, wait I'm freaking everyone out by saying I'm quitting music maybe that's not necessarily the full story here Another another Britney story. Is Britney going to be the person that we stop doing stories of every week because it's just sort of exhausting? I mean, yes and no, because people are so fascinated in her. So it's kind of hard not to talk about her, you know, because people still want to know. It's like Scandival. You know, I was over that 17 weeks ago, but we still got to talk about it because that's what everyone wants to, to hear. Now, I, I just I, I would love to know what people think. Should Britney... You know, when it came to free Britney, where do those people stand now? In the past few months, once now that we see Britney free, what do they think? What are their opinions of it? It's just a I don't know what anyone else thinks. I can tell you what I think, and I'm nervous for her. I I think that there was um, a lot of momentum behind the free Britney, but I'm concerned that it's not as glamorous without having people watch over her. And I'm not saying they need to have full control of her life and her finances and everything she says and does, but I do feel like she needs a really strong team around her that has her best interest, you know, Dax, ahead of other things. Do you think Sam's intentions, which Sam is her husband, do you think his intentions are good? Do you think he's a good fit for her? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I I see that she's happy with him, and so... That's all I can say is she seems really happy with him. Very good. Number eight. All right. Number eight. Justin Bieber's dad getting just... I, I don't like these stories because Justin Bieber literally did nothing wrong. His dad did something and now we having to, we're having to talk about it. But Justin Bieber's dad went and made a homophobic reference on Twitter. He did this post um, and now Justin Bieber is kind of having to answer for it, which I don't think is fair. But uh, Jeremy Bieber posted this thing that says, you know, it's obviously Pride Month right now. And he posted a meme that says, don't forget to thank a straight person this month for your existence. And obviously there was a massive backlash. A lot of fans out there saying, what the hell are you talking about? You, you were not even a, a good dad to Justin growing up. You you abandoned your wife. You abandoned your children, all this kind of stuff. And so Justin is now jumping in. Um, and his dad did apologize and said, you know, I'm sorry for the... Uh, I apologize to those that he offended. He didn't really mean to have, like, such a big backlash. But there's been, like, a, a lot of issues with Justin and his dad over the years because his dad was gone. He was really raised by his mom. And then his dad can back into his life when Justin became super famous and super rich. And a lot of people kind of uh, also pointed that out in the comments. Um, but nevertheless, you know, I, I just feel bad when it's like a parent or something. And then the celebrity gets wrapped into it. That sucks, man. You can't control yeah, everyone for, around you. It's 
it sucks for Justin. It's such a stupid comment because it's just like, why? Just why? The funniest part I thought about this is Jeremy Bieber is verified on Twitter. It's so weird, he right? Paid, yeah, he pay, you know he's paying for the verification, which I sort of understand. But also, of all the social media platforms, maybe you shouldn't be on Twitter. Maybe you could just be like a reader <laughs> on Twitter. You don't need to post anything. No one's gaining anything from what you said. A lot of people are offended by even his apology because he says, acknowledging the nuclear family is offensive, question mark, my apologies to those offended was not my intent, not that my opinion matters. So people are just like, we don't even like your apology. So it was just, it is what it is. People just don't like him because he's kind of a douche. So, yeah, you know, he reminds me of Mike Michael Lohan, like just constantly getting his child wrapped into the news. And Justin, honestly, he's been so good. He stayed out of all of the negative press for so long. He's, he's, He's done really well rehabbing his image. You know, we don't like it used to be we would have been talking about Justin Bieber every single rundown because all the dumb crap he was doing. And he's done a great job of just shutting himself in his house with Haley. They do their own thing. They stay out of the the spotlight, the negative attention. So it's just rough life. Rough life, but he will be okay. And I hope everyone else is okay (laughs) and not offended by Jeremy Beer's post. All right, number seven. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So our, our number seven story of the week uh, starts with Wendy Williams and her son. He has broken his silence about the fear of his mom's death in the near future. Joining us is a, a friend of the podcast, one of uh, a senior writer at the U.S. Sun. We used to work with her. She's a veteran writer, been in the game for a long time. The person who broke the story and breaking all Wendy Williams stories, Jessica Fenn. Jessica, tell us what's going on with Wendy Williams. Yeah, so I've been following Wendy for for years now. Um, I think she's one of the most fascinating celebrity cases that that uh, that are that are happening right now. And Wendy has been out of work for some time, out of out of off of her television show, um, and she's currently under a guardianship. So she has like these legal powers that be that are controlling her finances and ultimately controlling what deals she's taking on. And so I spent a really long time talking to her son, doing this really extensive interview with Kevin Hunter Jr. And he expressed his concerns about his mother continuing to work. Um, She's been seen filming all over New Jersey, uh, New York City, um, we believe definitely Florida, possibly California. And she's been putting in a lot of time to uh, do this production that's going to be some sort of maybe upcoming documentary or some unscripted show. Uh, and she's been working really hard, it seems. And she has all of these health problems. And her son's really concerned that her health problems are getting worse under the uh, fact that she's been working so much. And her health problems include severe alcoholism, which is something that he and I spoke about at length. Um, and he's concerned that as a result of her working and her alcoholism, which is also compounded with her Graves disease, which she spoke about herself and her lymphedema, that all of these issues are pushing her to a point where she was hospitalized just last month 
Um, and now her team is saying that she's in a wellness facility. I mean, we've, they've said she's been in a well, wellness facility previously. We reported that it was a rehab in Malibu. Um, we don't know if she's at another rehab at this point. And they're just calling it a wellness facility. Um, but Wendy is um, Wendy's son is really concerned for her health and is afraid that if she keeps working that she and not taking care of her health that she could she could die. And she was really lashing out at her team specifically. Um, her manager Will Selby, her publicist Sean Zanotti. Um, these are people who, for all intents and purposes, appear to be making money off of a woman who has trouble seemingly putting together a sentence these days and you know her son doesn't believe that uh that wendy should be on camera she shouldn't be you know put in the spotlight she should be taking care of herself and and getting sober and clean and um healthy again and he's really afraid that he's gonna lose his mother so my assumption is that kevin feels like he can't get through to his mom at this point that's why he wants to talk publicly i i'm i'm guessing is that the case yeah, I mean, so there's a couple of different things going on with Kevin's relationship with Wendy. I mean, he does talk to his mother. Is that's one of the things that I that I was able to establish. Um, but it's that he doesn't have any say in her care or any say in um, any say in anything really. I mean, he was briefly power of attorney um, back in January of 2022, um, and then the the guardianship courts took over. Uh, the guardianship court basically. Uh, established a full uh, permanent guardian over Wendy. And so Kevin has no say in what she does. So he is kind of forced to take this back seat in any kind of in facilitating any care for her and helping talk to her about what projects she possibly should or shouldn't be taking at this time. Um, so he's really has like legal constraints to what he's able to, you know, what he's able to say and what he's able to do. I actually have a uh, a follow-up story on deck that I'm very much looking forward to that uh, I'm hoping will be out by the time this airs um, about, about how legally his hands are tied when it comes to trying to help his mother or get his mother any kind of help that, that she clearly needs and that she's, she's clearly needed this entire time that she's been working. Wow. What happened to that podcast that she was working on? Is that something that's still in the works or because she was pushing that, like saying like, oh, I got a huge podcast coming up. And is that just folded or what? You know, um, everything that I have heard so far, it doesn't seem like there is it doesn't. I mean, it certainly doesn't seem like it's happening, um, at least not now. Um, and that. Uh, you know, the focus has been on this this tele this documentary style thing that she's been filming. Um, and I, I just, you know, her other other family members have expressed that they're really concerned about how this documentary is going to come out, that she's going to look really bad, that she's not going to look like, you know, they're just propping her up at this point. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of concern that, like, why are we putting this woman on camera? I think, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't call it abuse, but I mean, I. I think it borderlines, you know, some form of, you know, people are taking people are certainly taking advantage of her at this point. Well, she definitely wow. wouldn't be the first celebrity that uh, is being touted out there just to make money for other people. Jess, you are crushing it with all these Wendy Williams stories. We love having you on uh, for people. If you want to go follow Jess, Jessica Finn NYC is her Instagram handle. Um, she is a huge reporter over at the U.S. Sun. It, senior reporter is your technical title, correct? 
Yeah. Uh, you are you're doing great stuff. Great stories. Keep up the good work. Thank you for jumping on with us quick today. I, I love uh, getting your perspective. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Talk to you Thanks, soon. Thanks, Jess. All right, Dax. Um, back to the countdown. That was good. About yeah, got everything. Awesome. I mean, that's straight from the source about Wendy Williams. Uh, looks like trouble's going on there. Number six. <laughs> Number six, Elliot Page, um, opening up in his uh, new memoir called Page Boy. Uh, in the book, the 36-year-old actor claims that he and his Juno co-star, Olivia Thurby, I believe is how you say the last name, were, were having sex all the time uh, back when they were filming in 2007, that uh, coming-of-age dramedy. Uh, but he writes about the moment that he met Olivia and says that he, uh, they were staying in a hotel and Billie Holiday was playing in the background. And he, they said they started to, I guess they were super attracted to each other and started making out. And it just led to sex everywhere. Sex in the hotel room, sex in the trailers, um, in a private room, in a restaurant. I guess they were just kind of all over each other nonstop throughout the whole filming. Um, so this was kind of interesting. I guess this was kind of like his first look into sexuality, because uh, if you remember at the time, that was Ellen Page, who was um, a female. And so that was the, I guess... It's so hard to talk about people who <laughs> yeah. transition. I am trying so hard to be uh, respectful, so I apologize if I offend anyone. I am trying so hard to to do the story and give it um, courtesy. Um, but Ellen, back at the time, you know that would have been her first introduction into, um, um, I guess, the. W- I don't know how to talk. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you don't want to offend anyone. It's so but it's like, I don't right. want to offend anyone. It's so hard to do these stories. But Let me just um, say, Dax, so obviously, but here's the thing is, Elliot Page obviously wrote about this in his new book. I have to make sure I say yeah. his new book. And it's a bombshell. Do you think that he went to Olivia before the book came I out and said, listen, so. I'm going to write this? Because other than that, it's like, how do you just break this in the story? It's like, hey, I... Like, they just read about your name in the headlines because it affects their life as well. I would be pissed. I would be pissed if someone went and just, like, if I was Olivia and I didn't know that it was coming out and then all of a sudden, you know, he's out there talking about all the sex you guys had all over the place. And I don't know what Olivia's, you know, relationship status is at this moment. That That could really hurt a relationship, you know? Um, so I would hope that, uh, he went to her and, and asked permission first. Um, if not, it's kind of fucked up. Um, but, uh, he also got into the relationship that he had with, uh, Kate Mara and saying that, uh, that back then she had a boyfriend and that they were, I guess, an item and really exploring her sexuality or his se- Ugh! Explore her sexuality sexual at the time, idea. but his sexuality now. <laughs> um, and and I, I, I do hope that there is some level of compassion for telling people that you're about to put their names all over the headlines. Yeah, it's um, it's tough. I mean, I don't want to say this bombshell affected her career because her career sort of slowed down. Ever since Juno, I mean, she did do. I think she did a. Uh, she did do now one you're her again. No, I'm talking about Olivia Thurby. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, Olivia Thurby's uh, career slowed down a little bit. I mean, she did gotcha. do something with a Christopher Nolan film, um, but it's one of the things to wake up and like, hey, you had 
an affair with this person or not even an affair. It's you had a relationship. A a, a relationship. Yeah, it was an affair. So crazy thing. But obviously, when you write a book, you got to put something in there juicy that's going to sell it. And this is a juicy part in LA Pages. I mean, this if, if you realize that he's being this open you're obviously and you're you're seeing all this you're going oh what else could be in this book but i'm sure this is probably like the juiciest part of the book and uh maybe not i mean i think just exploring sexuality and like seeing someone who has you know publicly come out and then transitioned i think there is probably a lot of fascinating things to read about in this book yes all right number five Number five, Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello have reportedly split for a second time. Uh, this is just like six weeks after rekindling their romance. If you remember, they were at Coachella, and that's when people started seeing them back together. And then they were out in New York, and they were walking hand in hand, and they went to a Taylor Swift concert on May 26th. And it was like, oh, crap, they're back together. This is awesome. Because I think a lot of people really like them together. They're a really cute couple. They're like this power couple in the music industry. Um, And it seems that, um, according at least to the Daily Mail, they're... They are no longer together again, and that it was just to see if they could get together or they could be back together, and it just is not working out. So they're moving on, which, you know what I think about is that chiropractor that he was supposedly dating. Chiropractor, right? Yeah, the older chiropractor yeah. he was the, the, reportedly, the allegedly that, seeing and dating. What was she, I think she, she was, was like 49 or 50 years old or something like that. So, like that. Um, like, yeah, I mean, this is a, a complete so like shock because they obviously rekindled after Coachella and saw them all over the place, especially in New York. Actually, it was literally she was at Coachella. The chiropractor was at Coachella with him, and then he and then he starts making out with Camila Cabello. So I thought, oh, maybe there wasn't an actual relationship. So. I'm curious to see if he is now pictured out with the chiropractor again. That would be interesting. I would, feel, I would feel dumb if I was her, though. Like, oh, cool. I got set to the side for Camilla, and now now I'm back in it. Which is weird because Sean apparently has a place in New York City. Camilla was staying the entire time at a hotel in New York City. In, in fact, the hotel she was staying at is probably about, I would say, eight fifty to 1200 a night, which... To me, is a lot of money. I don't know. I guess to her, that's not a lot of money. But unless she was getting for free, but I have to, or someone else was paying the bill. But she was staying at a very. I don't want to say yeah, the hotel she was staying at. She's probably yeah, fine but dude, to be able to money, afford that. Yeah, but th- she's kind of rich. But there's only so much money out there, and she only has so much money. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, but, but here the the difference is like if you have so much money, like eight fifty a night, doesn't feel like it. Like. That seems like a normal two fifty a night to other people when they're or staying at like normal hotels. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes, trust me. If you always saw me when I'm looking at hotels, going in between Hilton and Marriotts, <laughs> and seeing what like perks they have, it's so gross compared to what the life these people are living. But uh, I was talking to some of the paparazzi this past week in New York who saw Camilla and Sean around. I asked how Camilla was, and they said she was very nice, wouldn't hide, wasn't trying to uh, ignore the attention. Um, mm-hmm. good to fans. So I don't know. It was always nice to hear that she was kind of cool with it. Cause, um, I talked to, we talked to a fellow partner of Camilla and they told me off the record that they didn't have the, the best, they, they didn't have the best things to say about Camilla. Number four. Number four, uh, Shakira getting dinner with Lewis Hamilton at after the uh, the F1 Spanish Grand Prix. This is a big deal because remember we saw Shakira and Lewis Hamilton hanging out. What was that like 
two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I, I can't remember, they were hanging out after the Miami Grand Prix, and everyone was like, oh, are you dating? They're like, no, 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 we're just friends, we're just friends, hanging out, we've got mutual friends together, they were on the boat, and the fact that now they're seen at a second event together, and by the way, one of the photos kind of shows his arm around her back a little bit, um, I'm thinking that this is getting a little serious, that they are, in fact, actually dating. I, I can't say for sure, but all signs are pointing towards Shakira and Lewis Hamilton being the new couple, which would be a huge deal. I mean, these two would be literally the, the king and queen of Miami, in my opinion. Uh, king and queen of the world. I mean, it's just Shakira's so big worldwide. She's Colombian. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, just that guy in the U.K., in racing, I mean, he's just a young legend, but he's also cool and hip. Business-wise, career-wise, it's a great move for both parties. It actually makes Lewis even bigger than what he already is, if that's weird to say. Yeah, but he's he, all, Yeah, and it, he's one of those people that he hangs out with all the celebrities. Like True. Every time you see him, he is hanging out with different people from around the world. Huge from royalty to singers to actors to athletes, like he just kind of seems to know everyone, and everyone wants to hang out with him. So really, like the two of them together would be enormous. Um, so I'm I'm kind of curious to see where this goes, and I'm I'm happy for Shakira because I feel like her last relationship with Gerard like ended on such a sour note with all the cheating and all of that that like I hope that this is a positive rebound relationship for her. Yeah, we want it to be a good bounce back for her, and it's a good way to say F you for her to her ex who really threw her in the... <laughs> didn't give her uh, a good send-off. I don't know. It was just a really <laughs> yeah. bad breakup. It and, was, it was uh, super awkward, and remember, he started going public with his girlfriend that he supposedly cheated on her with like soon after, and so she's like, screw you, I'm going to go date someone 10 times more famous than you and like throw it in your face. Yes. Number three. Number three, Tom Schwartz uh, says Sandoval exploited him uh, amid all of this Raquel affair and that he had really just a lack of remorse throughout the whole thing. And so Tom sat down um, on the uh, when reality hits with Jackson Brittany and the podcast and revealed all kinds of stuff about how he's stepping back with it from his friendship with Sandoval amid this whole like fallout with the Raquel affair. And he said, you know, he just made a big mess and he goes, you know, and then he left it for us to clean up at the business. And so he said that it's, it's hard for me not to resent him. So I'm taking a break from Tom right now. I haven't seen him in a while. So then he went on to say, you know, he just exploited me because, you know, I do love Tom and I took to heart everything he told me. And so, you know, he said the optics look really bad, but I think at the end of the day, he just feels like he got a lot of crap. The business is getting a lot of crap while Tom is out there on tour with his band, with his shirt off, looking like he doesn't give a care in the world. And so I think a lot of people that are around Sandoval right now are really just turned off by his antics. I... I actually appreciate Tom Schwartz saying this, and I actually feel for Tom Schwartz in this situation because, you know, Tom Schwartz during this past season of Vanderpump came off as an idiot, just flat out as mm -hmm. an idiot. He was an entertaining person, but also an idiot. <laughs> entertaining idiot? <laughs> he really was. He's a great reality person. With that said, uh, Tom and Tom went into business, and Tom Sandoval has to deal with this. I'm sorry, Tom Schwartz has to deal with this and affects their business, something that they invested their time and money into and affects their income. 
So it sucks. Yeah. It bottom line, it sucks for Tom Schwartz. I don't know what you do to kind of fix this situation. I don't know if this is helping business. I'm curious about if this will actually help the business in the no, long run. It, they they said that it was hurting business. I've heard numerous stories about people are not going to the bar right now because of all the drama. Um, but I would say that that only lasts for so long. People may feel that at the beginning, but at the end of the day, they want to see Tom Schwartz in person. They want to see all these people in person. So they'll show up. People will go back. Yeah, it's it's a weird situation. It sucks for Tom Schwartz, but he's also put in a weird situation as well. The whole thing is actually, the whole scandal puts Schwartz in a tough position because of his relationship with Tom Sandoval. Um, yep. But at the end of the day, it affects his wallet too. Yep, it affects his, yeah, you, you work so hard to start a restaurant or a bar and they're already hard to keep alive in LA. So this on top of it just makes it worse, but... That's why you don't go into business with shitty people. Try not to. Um, <laughs> uh, number two. Uh, number two, Pete Davidson. Uh, whoo, going to war with PETA this week. Um, and you know what's funny is right when I saw the photo surface of him and his girlfriend inside a pet store buying a little dog, I was like, oh, this is not going to go well for him. I just, I knew from the second I saw it that people were going to go after him for buying a dog because, you know, the big thing is adopt, adopt, adopt. Um, and people people don't like it when you're, a, quote unquote, going to a puppy, puppy mill. So anyway, PETA ended up putting out a statement basically saying they're disappointed in him buying a puppy at a pet store rather than adopting or from a shelter. And apparently Pete went and left this horrible message on uh, one of the women who works at PETA, the one who put out the statement, left her a message basically saying, suck my beep and F you and all this stuff. Uh, he said, you know, you didn't know why you didn't do your research. Um, the reason we got this dog was because our family dog died and my mom and my sister are just heartbroken over his his death and my mom is really allergic to dogs and so I needed a hypoallergenic breed so they don't shed because that way, you know, this dog could be in the house and anyway, um, TMZ did end up reaching out to him for um, a comment and he did basically apologize and say, you know, I've been in a really rough place. My family's really sad. I'm trying to bring a smile on their face. Um, I did not realize that I could get a hypoallergenic dog from a shelter from somewhere else. Um, but I, I took out my anger on this woman who should who called me out. So, I mean, I see both sides. I, I know that PETA is very opportunistic when it comes to any moment they can shame a celebrity for anything that has to do with animals. And then on the other side, I, you know, I, I just, I could, the second that photo posted, I was like, oh, he's fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I woke up, you know, it's so funny. I, um, I was on vacation one time. I took a photo of a monkey on the beach. And then the next day I, like my buddy hits me up at three in the morning and say, Hey man, your Instagram's going crazy. I'm like, what? And apparently people got really offended that I took a photo with a monkey and it was a whole big idea. I was Wait, like, oh, why? what? The? Cause they're like, you know, tortured and monkeys. I don't know. And I don't, it was just, it was a it's a fucking monkey. I don't know. And uh, people were like, you should take that down. You're abusing animals. And I was like, I, I didn't even know what I created. So I took it down. Now, Dax, you and I know from experience, this is what happens. 
people see that photo, what TMZ will do is they're going to call one of the animal uh, charities, one of the animal shelters, one of, a, a local um, nonprofit organization and say, hey, there's this photo of Pete buying a dog. What are your thoughts on that? And of yep. course, they're going to react to that. So then they make that a story. So it's it's not like the internet jumped on it. It's just what the news, sto- the, the news outlets will make a story out of nothing. They're just going to, they instigated this whole story and made it a bigger deal yeah. than it should have been. It sucks for Pete at the end of the day, but it's, that's what they do. They made the story themselves. I mean, that's what, it sucks. TMZ did a, not one of the cooler things to Pete. If I was Pete, I would say, I, wouldn't even, I don't even know if I released the statement to TMZ just because they're the, they're the ones who instigated the story. Well, I think at the end of the day, it is still a news story and, you know, that's what people, they're going to go there. It, it, it's, it causes people to talk, right? And I, I'm sure his DMs were, or not DMs, but his timeline was probably full of a lot of people pissed off about it. Because people, I, when it comes to adopting and shelter dogs, like people are pretty passionate. We know what they did. All right, Dax, on to the number one story of the week number one story of the week well this was a quick one taylor swift and matt healy apparently breaking up (laughs) uh this was i I feel like we literally what was it last week we talked about them getting together this week we're talking about them no longer being together uh so i was wrong fast romance i thought this was gonna i I thought this was gonna be for a long time you're 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 wrong you thought by long time you meant seven days right yeah, I, I thought this one was going to go the distance. I thought it was good for her, good for him, but this one unfortunately did not. So tell me more. So, uh, yeah, Us Weekly um, put up a story basically saying they're done and quote unquote, it was never serious um, from a, a source close to Taylor. Um, they had fun together, but it was never serious. Um, you know, there was a what I didn't realize was how much crap there was going on behind the scenes like I didn't realize that he's said a lot of dumb stuff in the past and I just didn't know until the the spotlight really was focused on him but I guess back in the day when they were first kind of rumored to be dating like years ago um he said something really stupid to the media they said you know um it would be really emasculating to date someone as famous as Swift and that quote kind of came back to bite him in the ass because he, you know, he goes, oh, well, I was young at the time. I didn't know, you know, it was, I was just starting to become famous. So I didn't realize, you know, what I was saying, but like kind of a crappy statement to go out there to the public. And then, you know, it, it's funny because he was on tour. There was, um, and this was last week or earlier this week, he was on stage performing. He, he looked like he was drunk out of his mind. He had a bottle in his hand. He leaned down and, like, kissed a security guard. There's a whole video of it that was going viral. Right after that video posted is when the stories came out about Taylor and him being broken up. So I don't know if she's like, this is not good for my public persona. Like, he's he's too wild. He's too crazy that it this is going to end up hurting me in the long run. Like, when he does it by himself, oh, cool, it gets impressed. But when she's now involved, it goes back to her, and people are going to be like, oh, so your boyfriend's making out with dudes. Like, what's happening? And then she feels like she has got a comment on it. So I think probably everyone in her life, or at least her management team, kind of came and said, this is not going to be a good relationship for you. You might want to move on. That's my opinion. Yeah, it's... Uh... 
Um, again, I was wrong. I thought this one was good for both parties. He's very into music. His music's great. 1975 is a great band. And Taylor was on a post breakup. So I thought it was just a good fit. Maybe it was too soon. You know, maybe she was getting too much backlash that she jumped in a new relationship too soon. I don't know. Because well, to me, people, I didn't think people it was... need the rebound relationship. So that was just that a was... rebound relationship. Now she can go find someone else. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, Taylor is people are going to be curious what she does next. Oh, she she knows what she's doing. And mm-hmm. uh, she really I'm is sure she... one of the most savvy PR people in the business. You know, when it savvier comes than to... Kim. No, no, no. Not savvier than Kim. Definitely not. Uh, But she, I feel like she is very savvy at the the way she produces her music, the the little Easter egg she puts throughout her music, talking, being a songwriter, and so that you can really speak about your life and and talk about your relationships and all that kind of stuff. It fuels this interest in Taylor Swift that you don't get on in a lot of musicians. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just something like because she talks about her private life in her music it makes her music even more interesting. And and then you promote your own music because people start digging into it and really trying to dissect everything about it. I don't know. She's just savvy with that. And I think that's, you know, huge. But no, she's no Kim Kardashian when it comes to media savvy. <laughs> that is our top 10 stories of the week. Thank you guys for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you. Like and subscribe. Um, we do the Raw Rundown every Friday for Friday's episode in the middle of the week we do a interview where me and Dax just kind of bull BS with each other I was going to say bullshit but I was like yeah we'll, we'll keep it nice uh, we BS with each yeah, other and then you said it again anyway <laughs> yeah yeah. what am I going to do what am I going to do I was trying to be nice um, but uh, thank you guys for listening check us out on Instagram TikTok Twitter run it all we're also on Facebook we have this private Facebook group called Off the Record which I highly suggest you guys join it's a really cool community where you guys ask us questions we ask you questions you guys talk to each other it's fun it's cool it's just very unique but it's a great group find me at Adam Glenn find Dax Holt at Dax Holt we'll see you guys next week later a Huda Media Production